I will. Do you know him? Part two. Let's go to Luke 15 again and let's continue with their prodigal son, except this time let's talk about the older son. So we're going 25 through 32 verses. All this time now, his older son was out in the field while the brother was cutting up and acting up, the younger brother out running around with prostitutes. And when the day's work was done, he came in and as he approached the house, he heard music. He heard a party going on. He heard dancing. So he called over one of the houseboys and he said, what is going on? So the the servant told him, oh, your brother came home. Uh, Your father has ordered a feast and we're going to have barbecued beef because he's home safe and sound. And 28 through 30 says the older brother got mad. He's like, like, what the devil? He stalked off in an angry sulk, it said. And he refused to go in the house. And so his father came out and tried to talk to him. But he didn't want to hear it. He wouldn't listen. The son said, look, let me tell you something, father. How many years have I stayed here working for you and serving you? Never giving you a moment of grief. But you have the mitigating gall, you have the nerve to throw this boy a party talking about him and his friends, uh, him and your friend, this son of yours, woo, woo, careful, careful now, who has thrown away all your money on whores, shows up and you gonna give him a feast? Wow, this is right there in the Bible, verses 28 through 30. And then look at 31, 32. His father says, son, 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 you don't understand. You're with me all the time, and everything that's mine is yours. But this is a wonderful time. We had to celebrate. This brother of yours was dead, and now he's alive. He was lost, but now he's found. (laughs) Now look at this. The older brother was so upset. And he says, what his younger brother did was considered lower than tax collectors. Now, y'all got to understand something about tax collectors. They stole from their own people. And you can't get no lower than that. And he said, you know what, Father? This is bull. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. So what do I get for being good? A pat on the back? Oh, this boy's upset. And if what the younger brother did, now listen, listen, was detestable and rank, what the older brother is doing right now is considered pretty low. I mean, my goodness, what is he, a Pharisee, a Republican? He said he was hardworking and respectable, and he deserved his father's praise. Well, if this is respectable behavior, Mark Twain said, no wonder Jesus liked being around tax collectors and prostitutes. Ooh, ooh, my goodness. Some of us have a goodness, quote unquote, that is really not good at all. We also have a rightness, quote unquote, or a righteousness, quote unquote, that is not really right. Huh? 
the older brother appeared to have a relationship with his father, which apparently he didn't have at all. He was no better than a Pharisee. He talked a good talk, but deep inside, he was rotten to the core. You see, this older son didn't know or like his father. That's why he could talk to him like he did. He never knew him. Huh? What's the title of this message? Do you really know him? He was piping hot. He was mad. He was upset that his father still loved his brother after what he did. Wow. Huh? The older son would rather not have fellowship with his own father than accept his father treating his brother with love. My goodness. He didn't want his father to treat his brother with dignity and respect. The older son said right in the text, I will not accept someone who has been around whores or prostitutes. Wow. He's been around pigs. Judgmental are you? Yeah, I'm willing to give up fellowship with you, daddy. Huh? Because you love him. Wow. That's how strong I feel about it. This Republican Pharisee type brother said the same thing about Jesus. That's what the Republicans and the Pharisees said about Jesus. They refused to fellowship with Jesus because he hung around prostitutes, tax collectors, lame. He, they called them sinners. Judgmental, are they? Mm. Huh? We would rather put ourselves out of the house than go in there with them. Quote, unquote. Wow. We refuse to accept what and who Jesus accepts. My, my, my. This isn't a small matter. Not to us. Oh, we're serious about this. And this is how we feel about our relationship to God himself. This is how the Republicans are talking right now. That's how they talked back then. They called them publicans then, by the way. I, I, I know what the text says. Don't, 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 don't think I misused it. Called them Republicans back then. We call them Republicans now. Come on, come on, come on. Huh? Now look at verse 28 again. The older brother was so angry, he wouldn't even go in the house. His father came out and begged him. The father himself went out and pleaded with the older son. Now, understand something. He could have sent a servant out there. He had power. He had money. He, this man was somebody. But he went out there himself to plead with his son. His love for both of his sons was the same. So he pleaded with the older son. Come now, let us reason together. Huh? Let us fellowship as a family. And the older son said, you can't, don't, don't you say it. I ain't going in there. This father doesn't care about his position as a ruler 
with servants or being wealthy. His concern was for his sons and his family. Forget about being dignified. He lowered himself to plead with his own son to accept his younger brother. And the older brother disrespectfully said, nope, I ain't going in. I ain't budging. I ain't got no love for you. And I ain't got no love for your so-called son. Wow. You can appeal all you want. I'm not going in that house. And he spoke in an angry tone. His attitude was rank and disrespectful. Huh? Basically, just as the younger son was disrespectful in demanding the father's will early and leaving, the older brother ain't no better. He is just as contemptible, if not worse. Maybe this has something to do with the younger brother wanting to leave in the first place because he knew his brother. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying. Huh? After revealing who he really was, the older son may have chased the younger brother to a far country with this horrible disposition he had. Uh, if anybody knows you, your brother knows you, your sister knows you. Huh? Oh, your siblings know you. Your mama and your dad might not know you, but your siblings know who you are. Uh, and it appears that this attitude of the older brother is so bad, it is as if he rehearsed it. He had a litany of complaints. Look at verse 29. He replied, all these years I've worked hard for you. Uh, and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me anything, not even a young goat for a feast with my friends. Was this rehearsed? He just, just rabbled this right off? How long have you felt this way, bro? Huh? <laughs> have you been adding up everything your younger brother and your father were doing over the years? Have you just, just all of a sudden come up with this? Huh? Have you worked just so you can get what you can get from your father? Ooh, ooh huh? And, and you really didn't love him or care for him in the first place? It was only about timing, waiting for him to die? But your brother kind of beat you to it and wanted him to die early? Y'all the same, huh? So you shared your father's house, but not his heart, my God. Oh, you angry. You upset. You're full of contempt for your brother and for your dad. And you said, this son of yours. Why don't you just say that son of a... Ooh, don't you say it. Because you basically already said it right there in the word. Huh? So you're not even accepting him as your brother. Wow. Woo. In your mind and heart, you just wrote him out of the family. Hey, hey, bro, bro. I don't know if you can see the parallel, but you yourself are more like your younger brother than you think. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, oh, by the way, it doesn't appear you really know God either. So if you had some religious training, it, it just went out the window. You just showed us who you really are. Do you really know him is the title of this message. In fact, it appears that you're more concerned about yourself 
than anybody else, just like a Republican, Republican however you want to say it. You, 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 you fill in the blanks. Huh? You're self-centered, judgmental, and disrespectful. Hmm? You're only concerned about your own interests. You don't care about your father or your brother. Huh? And now you're upset. Now you're resentful, angry. Huh? They're not catering to your wishes. You are truly self-indulgent. You may have fooled the neighborhood and even some of the servers at the house, but you're sure not fooling your father or your father God. You're pitiful. So close to your father and yet so far away. Typical self-righteous Pharisee Republican behavior. Huh? You want it your way or no way? And if you don't agree with my way, it's all wrong. And you're evil and you're a sinner. Wow, 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 wow. Well, I got news for you, bro. It's not them. It's you. All of your outbursts and disrespect is reflective of your self-indulgent attitude. You really don't know your father. Huh? And you don't know God. Did you hear your father in verse 31 and verse 32? He says, look, dear son, his father's pleading with him. You and I are very close and everything I have is yours. It's the right thing to do to celebrate. He's your brother. He was dead and now he's come back to life. He was lost and now he's found. And the older brother said, I don't care. Wow. The father said, we have to celebrate. We have to be happy. We don't have, we have to rejoice. I can't cancel the celebration because you're unhappy or upset. Huh? You, my brother, you, my son, you can forfeit your position and grace, but I will not take it from your brother. Oh, can't you just see church folk today? Uh, and can't you just see the Pharisees today? Uh, you may think you're a pillar of grace. You may think you're a pillar of truth. But when you turn away or turn down the least of these, you also turn away or turn down Christ. Huh? God. God, God is trying to tell you something. You don't really know me. Huh? Go ahead and claim your moral majority. Go ahead and say, huh? That you are so righteous. Go ahead and pretend to be respectable. But your actions will show not only that you don't know him, but the Bible says that you never knew him. Huh? So drop your pretense and come in this house. I beg you, son, come home. Come inside. Whatever you think of God will be revealed in how you view others. Others who are lost. Huh? Do you know him? His goodness is limitless. 
His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. You've heard folks say, I got Jesus, and that's enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous, and his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Either we try to emanate Christ, or you simply automatically have denied him. You can't meet Jesus and stay the same. Hmm. Do you really know him? God bless you. That was Faith Worth Finding Ministries. Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. Tell somebody. And let's listen to a song now. Midnight Cry by Michael English. This is talking about if you know him, <laughs> then you're going to fly away with Jesus. But if you don't, you will be left behind. God bless you.
God bless you. Weekly encouragements by Namware.